The question really is, what will you do? <clears throat> what will you do with this great gift? Right? You have been given an unbelievable gift. And right now, maybe in the middle of the 10th quarter, you got boards coming up and oskies coming up, and maybe this gift doesn't look like much of a gift. Right? Maybe this looks like you've been put through a lot of suffering and pain, etc. But I'm telling you, this is a gift. You're paying $200,000 for a gift, but you're not looking at it that way. You're not looking at it as, as what the end result is going to be. Right? If you just look right now, you look down uh, at your schedule and see that you have like 10,000 credits to take this quarter, and you got options coming up next week, and all this other stuff. Yeah, it doesn't look very promising, right? If you look at the in, in the near, but if you have what BJ used to call the vision of the far, right? You're looking at the far reaches of what you're doing. Then you're going to be in practice. Like looking, I can look back on Monday. Three women came into my practice on Monday whose babies were not in a great position. They were transverse, they were breached, they were facial, and three women came in, and, like one almost after the other in the morning, and said, my babies are in that position. Like how cool is that, right? Just from little touches. Three women who were destined to have C-sections are not gonna have C-sections now, right? That's super cool, because as we talked about before, C-sections lead to more autism, C-sections lead to more asthma, C-sections lead to more ADHD, it's proven fact. So when you help these women through getting adjusted with the Webster technique, which you learn in special pops and you will learn again if you take the advanced technique class in a high level, and you'll certainly get mastery of it if you take the Webster technique class from ICPA. But if you learn that, then you are life-changing. You're not just changing how the love feels, or you're not even just changing how the birth is, which is lovely and important. You're changing the future of that child, right? There's nothing more important than that. You know, and one of the women that we worked on, uh, she was already signed up to have a C-section in a few days. But she, the, the, she went for her last appointment before having her C-section, and the doctors did ultrasound. They said, guess what? Baby sat down. You don't need a C-section, right? So she comes in all super duper excited on Monday, telling us this, and, and here's, here's like the point of why I'm telling you what I'm talking about. There's a couple of magic words I'm going to talk to you guys about today. Here's the first magic word, until. Until. When she, she was getting frustrated after like six, seven, eight adjustments, she's like, you know, I, things aren't happening the way I want them. I said, well, you keep on adjusting until. Until the baby comes, you're keep on getting adjusted. That's how we're going to do it. Like, until the baby comes. We keep on getting adjusted because you never know, right? You never know how far reaching that one last adjustment might be, that one last thing might be, right? So the word until, like, when, how often are you going to take OSCEs if you don't pass them the first time? You'll take them until you pass them. How often are you going to take boards if you don't pass them the first time? You'll take them until you pass them, right? How often are you going to start a practice, the first practice you start in, you're not in a neighborhood you like, and something goes wrong, something happens, until, the word is until. Right? I'm going to keep on practicing until I can't practice anymore. Everyone said, when are you going to retire? You're retiring like you're 56, you must be getting close to retiring. No. What, what the hell would I do? Right? I've been doing this for too, too long. I need to adjust kids. I need to adjust my program. So I'm going to practice until. Right? So I want you to think about that word, that magic word until. And there's another 
magic word I want you to think about, which is kind of like it's related. And the word is next. Right? You mess up on a test. Next. You mess up talking to a patient, you know, and you didn't say it the right way. Next. That adjustment didn't go as well as you want to. The, the doctor was yelling at you about how bad your setup was. Next. Right? Just because something happened that didn't you didn't like right at that particular moment doesn't define your life. It just defines that particular moment. Right? That moment didn't work. Next. Next. So those two words, until and next, I think are so important because like, here's another example of next. So a patient came in uh, a couple weeks ago with her son and the son has ADHD and he's, she said, uh, you know, we don't want three on beds. So we've heard this is great. We got referred to you, great, fabulous. So they started care. She got, uh, her son got three or four adjustments. At three or four adjustments, she sits down with me uh, before her, the son's adjustment, she says, I haven't seen a difference yet. Um, yeah. Well, shouldn't I see a difference? I'm like, why would you expect to see a difference? What, what's the care plan? What was my care plan that we talked about? That's like four to six months, uh, two or three times a week? Yeah. And how many adjustments have been? Four. Okay, so you see, like, we're not in the care plan. We, we just, we're just like, like taking stuff like this. We're like, my, my foot is like diving off the ground, right? We're just getting started. We have to change a pattern. You see, the reason your son's the way he is is because he's got this pattern, and it's not just in his spine, it's in his whole brain and his nervous system, and his body just doesn't get it, right? And remember the test that we did with his eyes, and the test we did with all the neurology stuff that we did, right? I showed you how that pattern looks, right? With his hands twitch when I, you know, do the power reflex and his face twitches and how his eyes are jiggling like this when we're going doing tracking stuff. You remember all those things? Yes. I said, so you want that to be fixed in four adjustments. She said, well, I expected something. I said, well, I'm sorry, it doesn't work though. This is a fine thing. She said, well, his behavior in school is getting worse. They're, they're saying he's gonna need to be on Ritalin. I said, I, you know, I can't rush things. I said, Have you ever, did you ever get a cut in your finger? Yeah, how long does it take to heal? I don't know, a couple of days. Can you rush that? Can you make that go any faster? Is there any way to make that go any faster? No, I said, it's the same thing. You can't make, you can't say, hurry up, I have to, this has to be healed by tonight. It, it takes a certain amount of time. Just the way it is, she said, well, but I, I, we can't wait any longer. Then this, this is the right practice for you. <coughs> so in my mind, what was I saying? One word. Next, next, all right, hey. You know, I, I can't make something happen faster than the way it's going to. And for some people, it's super quick, and some people it isn't. Just like this pregnant lady, one of them took like nine adjustments before things really got kicked in. Some people, last week we had one woman, one adjustment, and the baby's in a better position. Great, I don't know, unpredictable. You have to change the pattern. Some people are open to change. Some people less open to change. There's no predictability. That's not one of the hardest things about chiropractic. You know, I enjoy just talking about something simple like back pain, right? There are some people I've adjusted. Last week, I adjusted this when she comes in and tells it like this. One adjustment, one adjustment. Next day, she's wondering like, I can't believe much better I feel, right? And other people, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't know. I could predict that there's, there's no test. That's something that we really need to come up with is a test of why do certain people respond quicker than others, but I don't know how to make that test yet, right? Maybe someone like Trevor's gonna come up. 
something like that, right? We need some research. That's how this is gonna change, is through research, right? But did I feel bad? Am I going to get mad at myself and down myself because I must have done something wrong with that patient? No, they're not ready, and that's okay, right? So if you have patients in clinic, they don't show up, and or they cancel, 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 finally, I guess they're not gonna come in. You get you beat yourself up or whatever. Are you beating yourself up for the right reasons? And forget about the numbers, right? I know the numbers are important. I know you gotta see 20 visits a month or a quarter or whatever it is. I'm telling you, in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing, right? My interest is seeing 30 a week, right? So you guys are adjusting like a couple a week and you're going crazy because you forget about the numbers. This is not what this is about. Yes, you have to make the numbers, but if you make it about the numbers, you're gonna make it hard to make those numbers. You understand? Right? So don't make it about the money. Don't make it about the numbers because that, then you're putting yourself in this crazy position where you're never satisfied. You're always chasing a number because it's never gonna be enough. Because now it's, I gotta get 20 visits in a quarter. And then when you graduate, I gotta see X number of people a day, X number of people a week, and I just have to make this much money. And then you're always chasing that magic number which will never be magical enough for you. And I watch people drive themselves into the ground because of magic numbers, right? So you have to think about these words until. You're gonna just keep on doing it until you succeed. You're gonna keep on, you're gonna keep on going until you get what you want. And when something is blocks your way, you're gonna be like an ant, right? When an ant comes in, and you block an ant, like remember when you were a little kid and you used to be mean to ants and stuff, right? You little kid and an ant comes up to you, you put like a matchbox car in front of an ant, what does it do? Does it just sit there? No, it just goes up and around, it goes on top of the car, it goes just it, uh, next, it's the next, I don't care, it's blocked in front of me, I'll just keep on going, right? Ants are like unstoppable, these little things, right? And you ever watch an ant? The ant is like carrying like this giant leaf in its mouth. I mean, you and I couldn't possibly do what these things do. Pound for pound, right? Ounce for ounce, that thing is way stronger than you and I, right? And the way it climbs, the way it do things, it just is unstoppable. It has, the ant philosophy is until and next, because it doesn't care. It's just, <clears throat> I have a mission, I'm gonna do this mission, right? And when you get the drive inside your gut, when you get like every morning you wake up and you cannot wait to get your hands on people, and you cannot wait to learn more about what the next particular subject that you're studying, right? That is how you're gonna get the drive to succeed. So I want you to think about those two philosophies, the, the next philosophy and the until philosophy, because I think it's gonna help you, especially getting through tough quarters like this one.